Reach Your Peak Podcast. Nutrition, training, mindset. Hosted by Bobby and Rush. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright. On today's show, we're going to speak about a question that actually came in from um, a client this week in the gym, and it was how to manage fatigue. So that's a really good question because people um, will will suffer from this an awful lot, and, and, and there's many, many kind of sides to, to fatigue we need to look at. So from, from a training standpoint, let's look at fatigue from that standpoint first. So when we look at... Um, training fatigue what you'll kind of have to see and monitor as you go is short-term performance um you'll have to see how your short-term performance is and is there a decrease in this you look at high levels of perceived fatigue so what you would perceive as fatigue in in terms of of, of regular aches and pains and you're you've decreased motivation and you, maybe you've got disturbed sleep or you're just just not feeling well on a daily basis when you hit the gym so that can be something that can really affect people and there was a really um a really good question because it's something that people don't understand too well in terms of how to actually deal with it and how to actually spot it so we need to look at it from that standpoint we need to look at it from our performance how is our performance within our training sessions that's the first thing we need to look at guys is it is our performance on a level playing field where we're we're pretty much hitting our sessions we're hitting our numbers we're feeling good in our sets um and this would always also relate to your cardiovascular training as well um how are you feeling in your cardiovascular training how's your times if you're a runner are your times decreasing if you're a sprinter are your times decreasing if you're a triathlete how is your transition how is your performance in the water how's your performance on the bike and how is your performance on the run so you you look at it that way and you look at performance as your first indicator of fatigue and you that you need to monitor this so you, you you might document you might document your times you might document your sets and weights and how you felt and a very good one in the gym and a little bit i would tell people to do is to document their training and just document how they felt in each training session it can really help when you need to look back and kind of analyze how you felt in that particular day if you felt absolutely super on a particular session you might just make a side note of something you did a little bit different maybe you got a bit more sleep maybe your food intake was better the previous day or the the day of the training session and then we need to look at like what we would perceive as fatigue i mean fatigue within sets and reps you your objective is to train muscle and bring that muscle to mechanical failure um so that is a form of fatigue but that is fatigue we are looking for within the training session um what we would what we need to kind of analyze closely is when we do our training sessions now this goes across all spectrums from 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 your your cardiovascular training to your strength training um you have to look at are you regularly sore have you regular aches and pains in your body that's just not going away that can be a sign of fatigue and also then you start to look at your motivation will decrease because you're not feeling that good so it's something that's going to really attack your motivation and 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 you're not going to be that eager and willing to go to the gym as much as you should and when you do get there you're not 
are that highly motivated to really hit a good set, a good a, 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 a hit your rep range properly, maybe hit your running times or whatever your cardio um, objective is. You're just not feeling it. And the last one is, which is a huge one, is your sleep starts to become disturbed. You're not getting that six to eight hour window, even 10 hours for athletes. Um, sleep you're getting unbroken sleep where you're waking up you're going to loo a lot you're just, you, you find it difficult to get to sleep and when you do you have regular times that you wake up and that can be a form of fatigue and in the body and it's something that needs to be managed and needs to be looked at so if we look at it from We'd say the principle of of, uh, of fatigue management dictates that we we must manage the fatigue cost inherent in applying stress in the body via hard overloading training. So we have to manage that. And basically what I mean by that is that when we go into the gym and we lift weights, we're overloading the body uh, with an outside resistance, an external resistance. So we need to manage that. We need to have a periodized program where we're building up our sets and reps and our volume, and we have a back-off period where we deload and all this kind of stuff. So fatigue management strategies are really important when you co- when it comes to um, basically training. You have to have a, a, a time in your training where you deload the body. Now that goes across the spectrum of any type of training, guys, from resistance training to cardiovascular training to any any type of training you're doing. You have to have a period of time where the body needs time to deload and then adapt to the to, to what you're actually doing. So what we kind of need to look at is the types of fatigue that we're going to be dealing with when we when we train and we put our body to this on a daily basis. And once we know the types, we can then look at how we can manage these. So we, the first thing we need to look at is like central fatigue, and that's a, a reduction in central drive and voluntary muscle activation, which is in short is uh, which is short lived, and um, dissipates quickly. So central fatigue. It's the central drive and the voluntary muscle activation. So your body has that central fatigue where you'll feel it in the muscle. Um, it's short-lived and it dissipates quickly. So think if you're doing a set, you've hit that muscle group really hard, you feel it fatiguing, that dissipates and it comes back. And, and your body just from a process of your rest periods, your body can resynthesize itself and then go for another set. That's central fatigue. Uh, peripheral fatigue is what we localize muscular fatigue that is predominantly in, influenced by the accumulation of metabolic byproducts and limitations in fuel stores and is short-lived and dissipates after the workout. That's basically when you build up that lactic threshold within a workout, you're, you're, you've done your 30, 40 minutes or whatever you've done, you've built up that peripheral fatigue. And again, at the end of your session, your body starts to repair and recover and you start to um, feel better. You start to get your energy a little bit back, your body's starting to replenish itself. And that's what you call peripheral fatigue. Now, muscle damage, is something that is uh, is actually a deformation of uh, conjectile elements and ex, ex um, muscle um, synthesis. So what you're looking at there is when you go in to the gym, you are predominantly trying to create muscle damage, a tearing of fibers, um, and that you are going to lift weights. You're tearing your fibers. And then what, what's going to happen is through um, good nutrition practices, good recovery practices, your body is going to grow even more. The repair process starts post-training. Your um, body is going to repair itself and it's going to grow stronger, stronger, and stronger. Again, it will only do that if you're managing the variables there. And that's really, really important, guys. So if you look at muscle damage, it, it can take longer to recover. 
and uh, and it can be present for several days post-workout that's where you get that doms feeling that two days later where it's really sore that's muscle damage um, and again to to counteract muscle damage or to help and aid that it's hydration it's nutrition protocols adequate protein coming in getting some good good complex carbohydrates post-workout and in managing your um, supplementation managing your sleep and recovery and that will all aid in helping with muscle damage and that's one type of fatigue as well which is 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 something that people will will deal with on a regular basis because how many of you guys would have came to a gym had that first session and i absolutely couldn't get out of bed next morning i couldn't walk down the stairs for two three days that is muscle damage that's your body completely overloaded um and you're feeling it two to three to four days later. And that is just your body is not used to the adaption that you've applied on on muscle tissue. And that's why you're so sore. And again, that will alleviate itself. And it will actually, your next session, you will find that you're a little bit better. And the next session, you're a bit better because your body's an amazing thing. It can adapt to anything. So that's really, really important um, that you, you know that when you come to that session, you are going to feel a little bit sore after it because you have never, we'll say, or haven't, uh, we say experience that that style of training or that method uh, of training and it might be different to what you're normally doing so your body needs to adapt it's a new adaption to the body and that's what you're going to to have um the soreness from now again people come into the gym and they're trying to impress their person beside them or trying to impress the coach or trying to we'll say uh, be in competition with our friends in the gym and you might just push a little bit too hard and that can cause a lot of muscle damage and at times it can turn people off so again you're going to get that demotivation there and that's going to really kind of pile on you and you're going to feel like oh my god i was actually couldn't walk for three days after that walk or i'm never doing that again and the, and again that's the problem there is you just have to need to understand what's happening within the body so we need to look at guys then is then you've got that psychological stress as well stress that is um, actual perceived it can influence short and long-term recovery performance psychological um stress um that, that, that you might be overwhelmed in the gym you might be really um stressed over the numbers say for instance powerlifters olympic lifters that would be training predominantly for the amount of weight on the bar they'd be working in a percentage range they need to be at a certain place at a certain time of their training cycle and they could uh, deal with a lot of psychological stress from that because they might be hitting numbers on certain days they're getting very very frustrated and um, they're creating all building all this energy up in their body this stress energy this this negative energy and that's something that can really affect an athlete like that again you might have a crossfitter is, is very very similar as well it's times it's reps it's get as much done as possible and maybe you're not hitting your numbers there and you're getting all um you're building up all this negative emotion and this psychological stress is really going to hinder you um in terms of your performance going forward because you're building that stress in the body you're building that cortisol um and which isn't a good thing when it comes to recovery guys so now we need to look at strategies to manage this to answer the question for this person how do we manage stress and there's a couple of strategies we can do we can look at lighter sessions um if fatigue is high and you're currently feeling like that you are maybe just you're pushing beyond what you should be in your sessions and your sessions are just going downhill and, and and what i would say here is just do lighter sessions back off the weights a little bit um back off the number of number of, of of kilos on the bar and maybe just do lighter sessions for 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 a week can really help you your body will treat that like like a little mini deload you're still training but you are um 
still activating muscle muscle protein synthesis you're still training the muscle you're still working within the session but you're not putting as much stress on the body because the session is a little bit lighter you might even go for a, a shorter session as well which can really help and um, the next thing we look at again is rest days what's your training uh, stru structure are you training five or six seven days in a row and getting no rest are you training five days in a row and getting no rest is it better for you maybe to train Monday, Tuesday, take Wednesday off, train Thursday, Friday, take Saturday, Sunday off? And you might go to a four-day um, strength training cycle and you might look at adding in three more cardiovascular days that will be less evasive on the body. You might go to the pool, you might go for a walk, you might go for so a run, you might go for something that's not going to be too stressful. And you might do four good solid days of weight training and then take rest days the rest of the time. And this is, this is something you can do and is really important, guys. Um... So I would I would highly recommend that you look at the structure. If you are struggling a little bit in the gym, um, you can look at adding in active rest days where you do something like a swim or or something like that that can be very very good for recovery. Or you might just go and do some low level cardiovascular work, which could be something like a, an outdoor walk or an uphill walk on a treadmill or something that's not going to raise your heart rate massively above your kind of fat burning zone that 120 to 150 beats per minute um that can really help another thing as well for we speak about protein uh, powerlifters olympic lifters crossfitters we could look at anybody's in a strength sport anybody's lifting weights for performance or lifting weights in general for body composition you could talk about physique athletes bodybuilders anybody like that a deload is something you could really really uh, work with because you're going to have to you're going to build up and accumulate fatigue over the period of your training cycle that is going to happen and it could be a course of you maybe you're on a program for four to four four to eight weeks so we'll say on the sixth week you decide to do a bit of a deload so you reduce your volume and your intensity um for the entire week so seven day period you reduce that down guys and then you what you're trying to do is allow for for the most physical and mental systems to recover from from resuming the next meso cycle now when i say meso cycle i mean that meso cycle of about six to eight weeks working again so we've done our six to eight weeks we're going to take seven days off which is not off training but we're going to deload completely and weight we're going to drop all our weights right down maybe even to 50 percent of what we've been lifting and we're going to still train that week, but we're going to run that for seven days. And then we're going to start our next meso cycle, which could be running for six to eight weeks again. And then you can really push on again because the body will use that deload week to adapt to the, to, 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 to the stimulus you have just created over the last six to eight weeks. So that can be really, really helpful, guys. And then active recovery is really important. And this is something that I would have done a bit of research with and, and was on a course with Joel Jameson um, on eight weeks out course. And he was massively... Uh, advocate a massive advocate of basically having active recovery sessions and that's your pool sessions that's your foam rolling sessions that might be a low output session like um very like like spin bike cycle or something like that going out on the road with a bike something that's going to keep the heart rate at that lower level your body will your body is increasing blood flow in that session which can aid recovery and it can really help with fatigue management and this is a great strategy because a lot of time when people are sore like we spoke about their muscle damage or maybe a bit of psychological stress from a training session it's great to take a step back and just say do you know what i'm just going to deload the bar for a week or i'm going to absolutely going to do active recovery sessions where i can um go out 
I'm not stressed about numbers. I'm not stressed about anything. It's nice, low level. I can throw on a podcast. I can focus on my breathing. I can focus on on myself and what I'm my body and feel my body and be within my body when I'm doing these active sessions. Really feel how your body feel how your body is feeling. If you know what I mean, just see where you're stiff and sore. And you might go for a massage. You might go do a bit of yoga. Something like that. That's going to be creating blood flow, but it's going to be working on recovery protocols and this is really really important guys and that's something that is massively important so what i would say as well is um another thing ben podowski um advocates with myself is um breed walk meditate this is absolutely critical to um your recovery and i would say since I've been working with him and I've taken on this 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 protocol, it has really helped me in my prep at the moment. I mean, when you're going through a competition prep, it's going to be 12 to 16 weeks. It's going to be dieting. It's going to be a lot of volume of training. It's going to be some cardiovascular work. But if you're not focusing on f- managing fatigue, what you're going to start to do is the body is going to start to shut down. You're going to struggle to lose body fat. You're going to struggle to sleep. You're not going to be able to recover from sessions. Your numbers in the gym start to go down and everything comes on top of you. And I see this more and more with physique athletes. What they do then is they just drop calories more, drive cardio more, and that's creating more and more and more fatigue. And that person never looks the best on stage. They never look like they expected to look because the body had no time to adapt. So breed, walk, meditate is something I took hugely from Ben. And it was just, it's a game changer, guys. Breathe into your mouth, slowly down through the diaphragm. Breathe out slowly. Concentrate on your breath. Um, meditate is just be present in yourself at some stage of the day get out in the morning go for a walk get out in nature um, just be present when you're doing stuff don't have a million things going through your head where you're all stressed about work and you're stressed about your wife and your kids and your job and your your training and everything is just coming in at once with too many things coming into the brain so we just want to um, meditate in terms of you could be somebody that could actually physically meditate which is very very good if you can build up that skill to do that you might start with just two minutes three minutes minutes four minutes and build up maybe to even 10 15 20 minutes a day but meditation to me has a number of feels to it going out walking with my dogs is meditative meditative to me because i can be present when i go walk my dogs i'm out in the open i'm smelling i'm in the fresh air i'm focusing on my breathing and then walk so so important guys our feet on the floor that's really really important i do it an awful lot now i'm in my entire prep of 12 weeks now i have taken on walking as my cardiovascular work before previously in preps i would have been done stepper and cross trainer and all these things and now i've just completely focused on breathing when i'm training when i'm not training when i'm trying to meditate focus on my breathing focus on going outside focus on getting out in nature and i also have looked at a walking really really important and being conscious of the way i walk being conscious of your 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 gait your 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 striking cycle um this is really important. So we have to be present. And these are big, big things, guys, if you can take these on. And this will help you massively manage fatigue because if you don't look after yourself in terms of the fatigue management, it is going to catch up with you because your your motivation will start to drop. And what happens when motivation drops? We start to leave the gym. We start to hate going to the gym. We start to uh, have have not very good um, sessions. We just feel demotivated all the time. And then we're there just saying, you know what, it's not worth it. And you give up on your goal. You give up on your dream that you had. So that's not good enough. We don't need to do that. We need to be a bit more um, switched on. We need to be a bit more 
present when we're doing something. So when you go into the gym, I always speak to people about flicking the switch. Flick the switch. I'm training now. And then when you come out of the gym, you flick the switch. I'm now going to eat my breakfast. Flick the switch. I'm now going to work. Flick the switch. I'm now going to lunch. Flick the switch. I'm now coming home to my family. Flick the switch. I'm now going to spend time with my family, be present. And I'm going to listen to what they have to say and really interact and be interested in them. And this can all, all help you in the whole fatigue management because you will feel so much better. You will, your body will feel so much better. Your breathing is everything. Breath is life. It's absolute game changer. Winhof breathing is something I would recommend everybody to go and check out on the internet. Um, it is an absolute game changer, guys. So please go and check that out. So very, very good question on fatigue management. It's something that's absolutely huge. Um, I think people suffer from it an awful lot and they don't realize it. They push too much beyond what they should and they don't look after themselves in terms of your body can push itself. It can push, 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 but it does need time to adapt. So you have to think of these strategies like your deloads, like your light sessions, like your rest days. All these are going to come in, guys. And remember what Ben said, breathe, walk, meditate, focus so much on that. Absolutely super. And it's a game changer if you try it. So hopefully that answers the question. It was a very good question. Um, and I just wanted to touch base on that one today, guys. Keep this one nice and short. And next week we're going to have... Um, we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into nutrition a little bit. Um, it seems to be coming up an awful lot in the gym at the moment. So a lot of people have a lot of great questions about nutrition. Got a very good question this week about uh, lower carbohydrate diets and fruit. Um, we're going to talk all about that next week. Um, so we're going to get into a little bit of nitty gritty about nutrition. Um, the stuff that you really need to know. The basics you need to know to change your diet, to change your body composition. Let's let's dig deep on that next week. And let's have a really good discussion about that one. And again, guys, if you have any questions, please reach out to us on social media pages. It's going to be a nutrition discussion next week. Um, if you have any questions on nutrition, just pop us a message on our um, Instagram or Facebook page. And you um, will I'll answer that next week on the um nutrition podcast okay guys thanks a million for listening to another reach your peak podcast please review subscribe and if you wouldn't mind it would really help if you would share it on your social media so your friends can 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 listen and maybe give us a little thumbs up and also um they might get something out of it as well and anybody who needs any help or any questions remember if something's not working for you guys you've got to do something about it reach out we're all here to help please just drop that message and I will get back to you straight away and help you as much as I can. Okay, guys, I hope everybody has a fantastic week and weekend. And thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby and Wright.